Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and today going to start off a three-part mini-series all about our imagination. It is Imagination Land. So, the next three episodes are going to be very interesting as far as how this episode is done. Um, where, you know, obviously I'll review the episodes as custom, but... You know, I'm not going to do everything. Like, I'm probably not going to read all the reviews that usually are read. Um, try to save some parts for part two and part three. And that is how you, the listeners, along with I, along with me, are going to get through the Imagination Land miniseries. So the next three episodes are going to be about Imagination Land, and I'm going to do it by part. I'm not going to do it as one whole thing. It's going to be done as it originally aired by part. So wanted to clear that up before I got started. And let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this week's episode. Imagination Land, Episode 1. So, our episode begins in the forest where Cartman is setting up traps to catch a leprechaun. Now, most of the boys are there, and Kyle thinks that this is a pretty stupid idea. Cartman says that he has seen a leprechaun for the last two or three days here in the forest. And... Cartman has a bet with Kyle. The bet is, if the guys see the leprechaun just like Cartman has seen, Kyle has to suck Cartman's balls. But, if they don't see it, Kyle gets $10. Okay, well that's kind of a interesting be uh, bet there. And they even had a contract, a little contract made. So, as they're walking, Butters sees something in the woods. It's moving around. And there it is. There's the leprechaun. And they eventually do catch him, but he gets out of his cage... But before he leaves, a leprechaun tells the boys that there's a terrorist attack that is supposed to be happening very soon, and they, he needs to warn everybody, or else they're going to get, you know, well, you know what would happen. So the leprechaun disappears, and Carmen won the bet. And now he's like, you got to suck my balls. And then we get the graphics, South Park. Kyle Sucks Cartman's Balls, the trilogy. I forgot to mention real quick uh, before I get into the ep or back into the episode. Uh, this was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 17th, 2007. So now we're at Kyle's house as they're eating dinner and 
Cartman comes by, he has his camera and the contract, and that, well, he's got to do it. He's got to suck his balls. And Kyle won't do it, but his dad is like, you know, when you make a deal, you have to live up to your end of the contract. So now it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't really want to do it. And somehow he gets out of it. It's very weird. Well, it's not very weird because he just refused to do it. So Stan, Kenny, Jimmy, and Butters are making what looks to be like an igloo. When all of a sudden, here comes this very happy guy in a costume. And he asks them about if they'd seen a leprechaun. And they said yes, they'd seen a leprechaun. And he starts saying that he is from a place of imagination. And, you know, would you like to come with me on my imagination flying machine? And Butters is like, are you going to rape us? No, I'm not going to rape you. So then, the guy starts singing the imagination song. Imagination, 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 imagination. Just think of that going on and on for like 45 seconds. And then they land in Imagination Land, where all of the great characters are there. Like Raggedy Ann and Andy. And, oh my goodness, there's Optimus Prime. There's Snarf from the Thundercats. There's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're all there. And they meet the boys, and Stan tries to tell them what the Leprechaun told them, when all of a sudden, here comes a terrorist. And he blows himself up and blows up parts of imagination land and you know everyone's running around and Stan is confused with what's going on and Kyle tries to get him out of there and Kenny and Jimmy they get on the back of this dragon now apparently the dragon had a voice uh, Jonathan Kimmel was the voice of the Scottish dragon and as the you know as they're leaving Butters is trying to catch up to him. But, well, the problem is Butters can't make it. And the terrorists beat him up. <laughs> Excuse me. So now, Kyle wakes up and he calls Stan. And he's like, Stan, did you have a... Did you? First they talked about their math homework. Then they talk about if they had this dream about being an imagination land. Well, it so happened that they both had the same dream. And then, what makes it even more interesting is Butter's parents come to Stan's house and they didn't see Stan. St or Butter's, I mean. Butter's never came home. Uh-oh. Now this is a real thing. So... Now we've we've got trouble. Which takes us to 
the government. So we're at the Department of Defense, and they have talked about how there was a terrorist attack on our imagination. And this attack is unimaginable. I know, it, it does sound kind of funny when you say it. Now, they did happen to get a video message from the terrorists. And after they kill off one of the Care Bears, a lesser-known Care Bear, Butters reads a letter from the terrorists. And basically it's saying, you know, death to America and all that. And as he's being dragged away, he's asking, you know, for Stan and Kyle to help them. So now we know Butters is in trouble. The government knows what's going on. And this is starting to become a very dangerous game that we might be playing. Meanwhile, Cartman goes to court against Kyle because Kyle has yet to suck his balls. And they do a brief trial and the judge says, Kyle has 24 hours to put Cartman's scrotum in his mouth or he will be arrested. And Cartman is like, this is not only just a win for the justice of the United States, but also for my balls. So now we go back to the Department of Defense and they say that a place that always inspires us is... Hollywood. So they have different directors come in and try to help them figure out what to do with Imagination Land. So the first person they have is M. Night Shyamalan, or as they try to pronounce, M. Night Shyamalan. So let's go through a couple of the directors that are used here. M. Night Shyamalan, his whole idea are basically twist endings. That's all it is. Now, M. Night Shyamalan, his first movie that he directed was in 1992 called Praying with Anger. It wasn't until his third movie where he became famous with The Sixth Sense. And that's the movie that really shot him, you know, into the next level of Hollywood directors. So, after The Sixth Sense, he has Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, and Lady in the Water. After the trilogy airs, he'd go on to direct more movies, such as The Happening, The Last Airbender, After Earth, The Visit, Split, Glass, and a new movie that should be coming, or that will be coming out in 2021, called Old. M. Night Shyamalan is still currently directing. He is, as of this recording, 50 years old. Well, he actually shares the same birthday as my mom. Pretty cool. So, the first option failed. So now we go to our second option. Michael Bay. And Michael Bay is basically, well, why don't we just have CGI buildings and we'll just have explosives all over the place. It doesn't really work. So... Michael Bay's directing career includes 
Bad Boys, the first one with uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, The Rock, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, Bad Boys 2, The Island, and then he directs in 07 The Transformers. After that, he directs Transformers Revenge of the Fallen in 2009 and Transformers Dark of the Moon. He would also direct Pain and Gain, Transformers Age of Extinction, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, Transformers The Last Night, Six Underground, and two movies, one that'll come out in 2022 called Ambulance, and a movie, well, that doesn't have a date yet or a year yet called Robopocalypse will be coming out sometime soon. Not really sure. So Michael Bay's idea is just basically do explosions, special effects, and all that. Then we get to Mel Gibson. I do not have to go back and talk about Mel Gibson because I did that when we or when I reviewed The Passion of the Jew. Back last season, actually. No, actually it was a few seasons ago, pardon me. And Mel Gibson, even though he's rubbing his nipples, comes up with a very good idea. Why don't you watch the tape and figure out the imaginary characters and the one or anyone that isn't imaginary. Basically the ones that are real. And by God, Mel Gibson actually has a great idea. So now they have watched the video They've identified Butters as the one who is not imaginary. And they have to go get his friends. Meanwhile, back in Imagination Land, they strap a rocket with what looks to be a terrorist flag, and they're going to blow up this wall. Well, they explain to Butters that on the other side of that wall are some of the most evil imaginated char- or imagination characters ever thought up of. And if that wall goes down, these evil characters are going to come over and they're going to take apart Imagination Land. So, as they have Rockety Rocket strapped and ready to blow up the wall, Butters tries this speech to be like, you don't want to do this. This is not you. Why would you ever want to do something like this? Well, it didn't quite work. So now we go to Cartman's house, who's dressed as a sultan, and the boy, everyone is there, and one of them is like, you know Kyle is not coming. And Cartman is like, he has to. The judge ordered him to, or else he'd be arrested. Well, here comes Kyle and Stan, and Stan or Kyle's just depressed, and he's like, let's just get this over with. So Carmen comes outside, he's about ready to have his ball sucked on, and then here comes the Department of Defense, and they take Kyle and Stan with them. And Carmen has no idea what's going on. He's like, no, he's supposed to be here. And one of the the, uh, Department of Defense members is like, it's okay, your friend will be brought back. And this makes Cartman upset. The terrorists, they take the rocket, the wall starts to crumble down, and 
the Imagination Land characters are like, oh no. Oh no. It's gone. And then we get a to be continued uh, on the bottom of the screen. But at the end, we have Carmen who got who hitchhiked, and he's now dressed kind of like a kind of like the Terminator character, Linda Hamilton's character, Sarah Connor. And he's like, "Make no mistake, before this is over, Kyle, you will suck my balls." And that is the end of part one of Imagination Land. Yeah, a lot to get through. Um, so let's talk about. Um, well, let me let me give you my thoughts on this because it's a very interesting beginning. This is an interesting concept to go into your imagination. It really is. And to do this is kind of a cool idea. This, to me, was the setup of the trilogy, this first part. Obviously, we're going to get the part two in the next episode and then part three after that. I like that we have the setup now. We have the setup. We've had a couple people try to help. It didn't quite work, but... Um, it's a good setup. I really like it. Um, as far as this first episode, I'm going to give this an 8. Um, only because I think there could be better stuff to come in the, uh, in, in this trilogy. So, I'm going to read a couple of notes from production because there's going to be a lot of stuff that I will come back to at the end after the third ep after the, the the third part of this trilogy is done. So, let's talk about how the production came about. The production for this episode began that July in 2007, 3 months before the final airing. Now, this is uncharacteristic of South Park, as most episodes are produced in a week or less. The original intention was to make this story into a feature-length film created as a theatrical-released sequel to the previous movie, South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. But there were myriad factors that led it to becoming a regular episode. They didn't feel it was a big enough idea, big in quotes, and the usage of licensed characters made it feel derivative. In addition, the driving schedule of producing new episodes contributed to its adoption as a mid-season show. On the Monday preceding the episode's broadcast, Parker decided to make the episode a trilogy. Stone felt it was fun to create a three-parter, as many television dramas at that time, 24 Lost, were based on serialization. The day after this episode aired, Parker completed the rest of the trilogy's story in a swift fashion. He said, quote, I remember that Thursday morning writing every beat of the show on the board. It was the first time on a Thursday I stepped back from the board and the whole show was there. It felt so good, 
unquote. Shortly after Imagination Land was originally broadcast, the site also featured t-shirts and hooded sweatshirts based on the episode. It featured Butters in a floating bubble asking, do I have to be the key? Well, we'll have to see. This episode had 3.4 million viewers and was the most watched program in all of television for that Wednesday night among men between the ages of 18 to 24 and 34 to 49 and ranked number one in cable among persons 18 to 49. IGN gave the episode a 9.1 out of 10 rating and praised it for being smart, inventive, and provides a number of moments that'll stick with you long after it's over. 411 Mania also gave the show a positive review, calling it a great episode, praising it as an improvement over what the site previous or perceived to be two weak episodes, and awarding it 7 out of 10. TV Squad also gave a positive review, saying that they're still on a roll with another great episode. Josh Modell of the AV Club, well, oh, I better save that one for later. Um, I'll, save, I'll save his review for the end. All right, so let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this. Over 3,600 people rated this episode, this first episode, and the average rating is a 9 out of 10. Over 1,700 people gave this episode a 10. 914 people gave it a 9. 458 people gave it an 8. That's the grade I'm giving this first episode. Excuse me. And 100 people gave it a 1. For males, the average rating was a 9.0 with its highest rating, or uh, demographic being in the 18 to 29 department, uh, with a rating of 9.2. For females, the average rating is an 8.7. Highest demographic is 18 to 29 with an 8.9. Now, I do want to point out, for the record, under 18 females had a 10 voting. However, only one female gave that 10 rating, so I'm not going to really count that as, you know, like the official score. Okay, so, uh, I'm going to read some reviews. I'm not going to read all reviews on Imagination Land, because you never know if if it's going to be the entire thing or what. So let's start with Gangsta Hippie. And he actually did this review as part one. Imagination Land is the first of a three-part episode of South Park. I really enjoyed these three episodes, and I think the three episodes are some of the best episodes in the series. What happens in the series is Cartman sees a leprechaun, and Kyle does not believe it. They bet on whether the leprechaun is real or not. However, if they do see the leprechaun, Kyle has to suck Cartman's balls. They do see it. And throughout the episodes, Kyle or Cartman goes to great lengths to get Kyle to suck his balls. The Leprechaun is from a place called Imagination Land, where all the imaginary characters live. However, terrorists take over Imagination Land and break the wall which separates the good imaginary characters from the evil ones. Imagination Land is an excellent episode in my opinion, and just like Family Guy, it combined the three episodes and released it as a straight-to-DVD movie, which I will talk about in a future episode. Um, Matthew 
let me get this right. Matthew C. West wrote that this is Adrian Beard's first episode as a producer and is truly a masterpiece. All right. Uh, and I'm going to read one more. This is from No Man Sahab, who wrote, The phrases said by the terrorists are actually saying, Hi, where are you, Abu Ali? Thank you. And I personally cracked up over it. The creativity of this show is amazing. All right. And you know what? I think that's a good place to stop right there for this episode because there's a lot more yet to come with Imagination Land. So, uh, quick plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at Sharks Pond 97, and you can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar, and you are right there. And you can join other South Park fans and discuss this episode and other episodes, past and present. All right, next time it is part two of Imagination Land. Let's see what happens to our guys. Thank you for listening to this, the first part of Imagination Land. I'll talk to you all next time.